Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to this EM360 podcast with our Ask the Expert series, a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Max Curtin, Editor-in-Chief here in 360 and your host on today's podcast. Now, on today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined once again by Andy Grabner, who is the DevOps activist at Dynatrace. Now, if you might remember that me and Andy, we did a tech chat together a couple of months ago looking at AI-powered observability for Kubernetes environments. So uh, it's good to have him back on the show. So Andy, welcome, and uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah, Max, thanks for having me back. And I'm, I'm really always it's just amazing hearing a voice like yours. Obviously, you are <laughs> doing this a lot, and it sounds like really cool. And I'm also very happy that I was introduced as somebody that impacts has an impact on the tech landscape. So thanks for that. And uh, let's see what you have in store for me today. Exactly. Uh, yes, you are the perfect person to kind of speak to because we are going to be looking at the findings of Dynatrace's independent global survey, and that did the survey of 700 CIOs. So I wanted to start the show by obviously finding out from yourself some of the key findings of the research that jumped out to you. So first of all, I hope everyone gets a chance to read the uh, the report. It's really interesting. We did a great summary as well um, on our website, but then you can download the full report. I think the interesting things for me coming uh, as a background, uh, I've been working in the field of observability and performance engineering and cloud native for, for several years now. I thought interesting is that the speed of innovation is clear, a clear goal for every CIO. I think 89% of CIOs have said that digital transformation has accelerated. Uh, and uh, I think 80, uh, 58% of them predict it won't you know, slow down. They will just speed up, actually. Now, what's interesting is that a lot of the CIOs also said they are already switching towards containers and Kubernetes. Uh, I think 70% mm-hmm. are already using container technology. However, and this is the interesting thing, they also say, and I think 74% of CIOs say while they're moving and have to move to cloud native, it is actually causing them right now, it causes them more manual effort to keep the lights on and actually get a handle on the system because everything is more complex, a lot of new technology, a lot of more moving pieces. So while on the one side, digital transformation is accelerating and people are jumping on new cloud native Kubernetes container-based technology, it also slows them down because it is new, it is fast moving, it is very complex. So I think these are some really interesting findings and maybe one last one, the rise of Kubernetes, as we all know, is here and it is. I think it's here to stay. And I believe we have to, and this is also echoed by the CIOs, we have to rethink how we operate these systems. And also I think in line with 69% of CIOs here who say we have to rethink operations because of the rise of Kubernetes. And to throw out a couple of terms that are very important for me, for my background, GitOps, declarative definitions, operator concept, and automation is very key here. Mm -hmm. Couldn't agree more. And it's a very interesting report. As you said, a lot of people should kind of dive into it. And we obviously did the tech chat when we were talking about Kubernetes and how much it's being adopted and how everyone needs to kind of have that shift of mentality going forward. Uh, so it's kind of exciting to see that the report obviously backs up what we spoke about originally and seeing that kind of being brought in. Uh, was that a surprise to you or were you kind of just expecting that result? It was not a surprise because we've been working with you know major corporations 
uh, over the last couple of years on their digital transformation. So we've seen where where they're struggling with the new technology, with the complexity. And I believe this also obviously cost us as Dynatrace to invest in our product to make sure that we can help these organizations do the transformation more smoothly. But still, it's it's not easy, right? So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm not completely surprised about the results. But it's good to have some numbers because otherwise, the two of us would just be here talking and making things up and nobody believes us. Now people have the, the facts on the table. <laughs> It's always good to have the facts to back it up. And another bit, you mentioned it in your answer there, but obviously the research was highlighting, obviously, with this growing use of cloud-native tech and platforms, it, it's bringing on that manual effort and time spent, and you worded it correctly, there, of keeping the lights on. So when it comes to that, what action should CIOs take to remedy that? Because they spend, you know, it's tens of millions are being spent every year on this. Well, first, I want to say it feels like a little contradictory, right? We're all moving to these new technologies. Everybody talks about API first and automation, yet the CEOs say we were spending more and more time in manual tasks. And, you know, this is kind of strange, right? So the reason why uh, is because, first of all, the old technology doesn't go away overnight. That means you still need to manage that. Now you have the new things going on that you have to also now figure out how to operate, how to monitor. Um, how to deal with problems. And I think one of the things we've uh, seen from the survey or the, the report was that on average, organizations are using about 10 monitoring tools across the technology stack. And here's the strange thing about this. Digital teams, the ones that are actually demanding this big digital transformation to happen, claim that they only have visibility in about 11% of the critical apps and infrastructure. So to repeat this, we're moving towards this new technology. We're using, on average, 10 monitoring tools, yet we only give visibility to the digital teams into 11% of critical apps and infrastructure. And I think this is already a, a big challenge, which means we need to have a lot of people doing a lot of things manually because the visibility isn't there, the data is not there. So a lot of things are just happening manually, and that's a big, big problem. Now, the solution to this, and this is, again, backed by stuff from the report. First of all, uh, 84% say that uh, tool complexity has to be, be reduced, and that's the primary goal. So cutting down on the number of tools, yet expanding what the tools are seeing. Uh, everybody's asking for a single platform. That's kind of the ultimate goal so that you can get the visibility into 100% of your critical apps and infrastructure, everything on the one roof, everything as a self-service. And also a big thing that came out of it, and this is my last point now on this question, uh, 93% of the CIOs say that AI is a key piece. AI is supporting the move towards a, a rethought way of operating these new systems. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that there is that kind of manual shift. And obviously, as you say, it, it's a hard thing to kind of tackle. And the point you outlined there, I 100% agree with, and I think that would be very effective. Does that fall within the CIO's role? How easy is it to make those changes and start moving away from that uh, that manual process? Well, I think the CEO obviously has to, to give the clear order that you, know, that you need to reduce tool complexity and need to look into new approaches. Uh, I think it should be, uh, while, while a bottom-up approach is always great to figure out what new technology and what new tools are out there, I think the bottom, the, the top-down approach has to be, let's really consolidate 
and let's invest in automation. Let's give people the time to invest in, in automation. And this has to be part of their the DNA, part of, part of the culture. I, I want to quote one of one of our users that has been that I've been working with. Uh, he always said, you know, every year they get the order to automate yourself out of your current job into your next role, which means they're not talking about automation in a bad way, but in a positive way. So figure out a way to automate the manual tasks right now. And that should be your goal for this year so that next year you are in a new role where you have more time for innovation, but also, again, you get more time to then automate the next batch of manual work that you do. So I think it has to be something from the management layer to enable the organization to transform towards automation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely agree. And I, I do want to quickly jump to, to automation, seeing as we're speaking about it, because it is such an important element moving forward. And as you were saying, the findings really do make a compelling case for it. And we all know the benefits of what it can bring. How necessary is automation for business processes these days when we're talking about um, ROIs and output? What are we kind of looking at here? Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, how, how, how many changes can you as a human being process and handle? Personally, not many. Not many, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. 61% of CIOs say their infrastructure, their, their platforms change every minute. 32% even say their infrastructure changes every second, right? And it's obviously humanly not, um, not possible anymore. To understand the change and then actually react in case a change is having a negative impact. Therefore, automation is the way forward because things are changing so so rapidly. Again, to repeat what I said earlier, I believe Kubernetes um, is the, the, one of the platforms we're moving towards. We know it is complex, but we also it seems we know we need to go there because it provides a lot of new uh, options to uh, to to move towards you know digital transformation. I want to repeat what I said earlier. I think we also have to think about automation in the context of GitOps, of uh, doing things declaratively, of rethinking operations, and and Kubernetes especially gives us a lot of options there, but we also need to invest time. But uh, for the ROI, what you mentioned, uh, automation can obviously reduce a lot of the manual time. And based on our report, CIOs say it can reduce up to 38% of time that is done manually, uh, which means on average, this saves organizations up to two million per year, which I guess this is then we don't need to look into the details of the report and which category of organization size you fall, but that is a significant amount. And it's not only the costs that are saved, but you also need to see if you save time that you don't need to spend in manual tasks anymore, you have more time for innovation. So I think that's that's the nice thing. It's on the one side cost savings, but it's on the other side also opening up for more innovation. Yeah, definitely. And when it, when we bring figures in like that of, you know, saving two million a year, it just kind of makes common sense that this is something that does get implemented. And obviously, we've spoken about Kubernetes and uh, the automation element for a while. And I don't think I asked you in the original video when we spoke, but from your standpoint, what do you think the hesitation is for organizations who aren't wanting to kind of take that jump and start to implement these processes, which can save them money, time and resources? That's a good question. It would have had, if I would have the answer on this, uh, I would probably make a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but I, I think there's a, there's a couple of reasons. One is uh, automation requires skills. Not saying mm-hmm. that the skills are not out there, but 
it requires skills. You need to have people that are not afraid of picking up a uh, scripting language that have uh, that pick up uh, coding skills. You know, you don't have to be an expert uh, developer of distributed systems, but I think certain coding skills have to be there. The understanding of these new platforms. Um, so I think this is on the one side. The, the, skill, the skills are, are a challenge. So we need to, as a CIO, as anybody who is leading an organization, you need to invest into the people. You need to give them the time to really educate themselves and level up because this is important. The second thing, though, is, and, and for me, sometimes this feels uh, maybe, uh, I'm not sure how to correctly phrase this so that I don't offend anybody, but some people might be uh, afraid of automation, meaning they either don't trust the automation because maybe in the past they have seen it fail because automation is also built by humans and humans make mistakes, so their automation may also make mistakes. But then there's still also the people that think, well, automation may take away my job. And this is the wrong thinking because I want to repeat what I said earlier, where I think the quote that makes much more sense is you automate yourself not out of your job or, or but you automate yourself into the next role which is a much you know higher value to your organization so you know think about automation as a vehicle to level up what you are what you contribute to your organization because doing things manually at some point is no longer going to be a lot of value to the organization you need to automate that so you can then add value to organization in a different way through innovation because you now you have more time for innovation so I think these are a couple of the things that I that I think are hindering people right now from adopting automation faster. Yeah, I think that's very true. It always comes down to the people and, and what the organizations put into them. But as you said, what the people put into themselves as well. So I, I think that's a very important element. A, another element that obviously I wanted to delve into here is um, there, there was a bit in the research that said that 89% of respondents have reported an acceleration of digital transformation over the past year. Do you think that COVID has played a big part in that? Or were we always seeing that kind of mass acceleration of digital transformation? Again, this is my personal opinion. Uh, I think it depends on the industry, obviously. For certain industry, COVID has definitely uh, increased the demand of digital services and therefore organizations that have not done this in the past years were now forced to do it because otherwise you know they may have uh, been on the brink of extinction so uh, i think for some industries definitely but overall i think digital transformation uh, has been a big uh, a big item for all organizations over the last several years and decades because we are all as a as a society we are moving and have been moving to the digital age and that means the next generation of people um you know i'm i'm 40 now and i'm I mean, with the next generation i mean the, the kids that are coming out of school they they they, they see this for granted right they they need mm-hmm. digital services and we all know the stories right that the next generation they are digital natives and no business will succeed if they don't have a, um, a world-class digital service to offer. So I think um, I think digital transformation, the demand for it was always there, but for certain industries, COVID has definitely uh, increased the need for it. Or it was a great wake-up call for those organizations that haven't done it over the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that last statement. From the conversations I've been having over the past seven, eight months, it has been that kind of 
oh, we'll get to it, but now this has happened. We've got to act in order for us to keep up. And you're 100% right. The world is changing and growing so quickly. If, if you don't keep up, then you've got to get out of the way. It's, it's that old adage um, that it comes down to. So it is interesting to see, and it's going to be even more interesting to see those reports next year and see the impact of everything that's kind of come in. So it's uh, interesting stuff for sure. And I wanted to finish on this kind of last note here, Andy. Uh, the research was obviously identifying a number of ambitions that you know CIOs have, and we, we've touched on quite a few here. But which do you think will be the main priority? Yeah, in the in the fear of repeating myself, <laughs> it is it is automation. It's it's mm-hmm. the reducing the amount of manual time spent in keeping the lights on, and this is this has to be the number one focus. And uh, so that's. Again, number one, other things, other ambitions that I believe are very important is uh, we have to rethink operations. We have to rethink how we operate large and complex systems because these systems are getting more complex with every day. So we have to rethink traditional operations. So that means uh, automation from the start, automation built in, things like self-healing systems built in into the systems we're building and into the platforms we're building. And the third point is we need to always think about the end user. So everything we do is about some human being leveraging our digital services. So everything we do has to have user experience in mind and therefore optimizing user experience have to has to be another big ambition of every CIO out there. Excellent. I think that's a perfect bit of advice to end on there, Andy. And it's uh, a great tool that organizations should take forward. And if they're not already implementing those ideas, then it's something that they should really be considering and looking at over the next couple of months to really bring in. Um, All I can say is thank you for coming on today's show. It's always a pleasure kind of speaking to you and and picking your brains on this stuff. So before you do head off for today, would you mind just letting our listeners know where they can get more information on the report? Sure. I think the best way is to go to our website, dynatrace.com, and uh, under the resources, you will find uh, the the report. Uh, yeah, but you know, explore what we have to offer on dynatrace.com, and one of the assets we have there is the latest CIO report that we talked about today. Perfect. Okay. Well, Andy, thank you for coming on today's show. It's been uh, been great talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Anytime. And thank you, everyone, who took the time to listen to this episode. We hope you did take a lot away from it. And I would highly recommend heading over to dynatrace.com and checking out the report. There is a lot of very useful information uh, for you to utilize. We'll be back next week with another episode in our Ask the Experts series. In the meantime, you can join the conversation at Ian360 on Twitter and LinkedIn. Until next week, we hope you have a fantastic week. And of course, if you're looking for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com. <laughs>